It's the Gutter Trash Halloween Special! My name is Eric. And I'm Jason. How's it going? Excellent. This is uh, our third year of doing this. Our third spooky year. Third spooky year. We've been doing this show for four years. Right. Uh, I don't know why we didn't do it in that first year, we but were, uh, we suck. We were too scared. That could be true. Yeah. Uh, how's it going? It's not bad. Yeah. It's not bad. How about you? Uh, I'm doing okay. You, you feeling the Halloween spirit? Uh, no. Mm. I'm mostly just feeling sleepy. Yeah, it's late at night. It is late at night. Uh, and that is the fault of our guest. Um, so, uh, yeah, so I guess, I guess this is tradition now? Yeah. Three years in a row, that I makes believe, it tradition? I believe so. Yeah. Uh. But, uh, so, so the first time we did this, of course, we, uh, we reviewed, uh, a, uh, a franchise. Uh, three different parts. We had three different guests for each of those. Uh, we reviewed the Creature from the Black Lagoon movies. Uh, and then last year when we did it, uh, I was still on my, uh, Miss Classics kicks. So we, uh, we reviewed, uh, two pretty much thought of classic oh, horror yeah. films. Oh, yeah. Uh, that, uh, I had never seen and, uh, we invited, uh, some guests for that. And uh, this year we're, we're doing something uh, a little bit uh, more different still. Uh, we're letting our guests pick the movies. And, Under uh, some very thin, uh, you know, thin layers of rules. Uh, only uh, only one of those guests had rules. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, that guest is with us today, Matt Brassfield. Hey, Matt. Hey, why did I have rules? Because <laughs> <laughs> we know how you behave if you don't. Have parameters set. <laughs> How would I behave, Jason? <laughs> and we would be watching, you know, we'd have been watching something by Andy Cop, probably. <laughs> that's not. That's not true. That is not true. There's nothing wrong with Andy Cop. No, but that I, is not true. <laughs> I wouldn't have cared if Andy Cop. I just thought, yeah, I think the rule was no sequels. Uh, no sequels. No. Uh, uh, no, nothing that you have made, or nothing that any of your friends have made. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, I would never brought something I made for that. Right. That just doesn't fit. Because regardless, you guys would probably, even if it was absolute garbage, would more than likely act like you like it. No. And that's not actually <laughs> that's no. probably the other way around. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Which is why we have the rule: yeah. uh, nothing. We review nothing by anybody that we have ever met. It's understandable. <laughs> understandable. <laughs> At least not. I mean, we've, yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, because yeah, we've we've met other comic artists. I, I and met stuff, but... I met Zimmelman. Right, yeah. <laughs> but uh, but but are 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 on friendly terms with. But there you go. Yeah, there. that's probably. Uh, no, wherever no. feelings could be hurt, we won't review it. <laughs> there you go. Understandable. Yeah. I'm excited because this is the third time I've been on one of your Halloween specials. Yeah. First time I was on, I uh, reviewed uh, Creature Walks Among Us with you guys. Mm. That's the final one, right? Yep. Yeah. The, the third of the trilogy. Yeah. And then I got to review uh, Phantasm with you guys, and uh, I had to defend oh, yeah. myself on why I liked Phantasm. <laughs> yeah, you may be up for another round of that. <laughs> I figured. <laughs> At least as far as uh, I'm concerned. Um, <laughs> I will take up for this film I picked with my dime breath, sir. <laughs> uh, what did we watch? Uh, we watched a little movie called Trick or Treat. An emphasis on the or, because there's another movie called Trick or Treat, right. which uh, I'm going to go ahead and say it is far superior to this one. We watched the one from 1986. Yes, we did. <laughs> Starring Skippy from Family Ties. That's right. Mark Price. The legendary Mark Price. Was, uh, was there a girl from either Family Ties or Growing Pains in this, too? I didn't recognize anyone. No, I don't think so. Uh, who was, who was, uh. Leslie? The girl that played Leslie? Elise Richards? No, not Leslie. The, uh, the girl that, you know, masturbates to the demon tape. <laughs> oh. Uh, spoiler. She, she spoiler. looked familiar, but I can't place I thought, her. I, I thought she was, me, I thought so. she was, uh, Mike Seaver's sister for a second there. No. Oh, no. no that no, wasn't no, her? No, 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 no. Okay. And that's also, uh, not Family Ties. That's, uh, Growing Pains. Mike Seaver. Oh, well, Michael which, J. Fox. Well, which one's, what was Michael J. Fox's character? Alex B. Keaton. Alex B. Keaton, that's the one I was thinking of. Uh, okay. That was Bateman. His sister. 
is Bateman. Justine Bateman. Oh, that was Justine Bateman. Yeah. Who was not in this movie? Oh no, no, I am thinking. <laughs> I, I am thinking of the other one then. The one Val and Thick. Yeah, that's growing pants. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> that's oh. the one I'm thinking of. That's the one I'm thinking of. Yeah. Nah, yeah, not the one that was like dating Nick and like. Yeah, not that. Not that girl. That's right. the other show. Yeah, the other show. Okay. I get those two shows. Those two shows are exactly the same things, just plugged into different ports, you know? Like, it's the same exact thing. It's just... Mm, not really, no, but... Not really at all. <laughs> Trick or treat! <laughs> <laughs> Trick or treat, indeed. Yes. So, uh, yeah, this is, uh, this is a movie from the 80s. And, uh, boy, is it from the 80s. <laughs> it embodies... <laughs> Everything that it was great about the 80s. It's horrible. Horror films, 80s hair metal. And girls masturbating to demon tapes. Girls <laughs> masturbating to demon tapes. Um, what else does it have, Jason? Um, Not at all. The freaking uh, bear from Showbiz Pizza. Billy Bob being wheeled out on a stretcher. <laughs> it's got Ozzy Osbourne. It's got Gene Simmons. It's got... Brainiac from Superpowers You're just line. Spoiling the whole thing. <laughs> no, no, I'm not going to tell them oh. where they're at. Oh, yeah. They want to watch it to see this. The true magic, and it embodies which one of the things I like about it. Which I won't say anything until we get let Eric explain the plot. What? Oh. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Uh. <laughs> so remember a couple weeks ago when uh, you and I reviewed a comic called Black Metal? Yeah. Uh, same plot, similar, anyway. <laughs> yeah, real similar. Yeah. Real similar. Uh, kid gets a, uh, a record, uh, from his, uh, favorite, uh, metal god, uh, Sammy Kerr, and, uh, it's, uh, uh he, he had just died, like, uh, a day prior, and, uh, the record is his unreleased album, and, uh, he, he's got the, the only copy, or the... The master copy, right? Say. Yeah. Um, and he plays it backwards, and uh, there's uh, like demonic chanting on it, and uh, uh, basically, uh, Sammy Kerr is in lo- alive inside the record and uh, is uh, killing people for uh, for the benefit of uh, skipping. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's uh, yeah, he's he's getting revenge. See, what I like about it is the whole record spinning backwards really embodies the 80s because Ozzy Osbourne was in trouble for supposedly hidden messages oh, yeah. and suicide solution. Judas Priest had to go to uh, to trial for Better By You, Better Than Me right. for supposedly kids shooting themselves and they're, them blaming it on messages on these albums that are in the background. And so I, that's one of the reasons why I think it's really cool, too. Well, see, that's one of the reasons why I think it's a piece of shit. What? Because of the background messages? No, because this movie is everything that scared old white guys were afraid of about metal. <laughs> but it's poking fun at it, too. I mean, yeah. it, it is, it's, it's, it's very tongue-in-cheek. I mean, it, it's there's, it's meant to be laughed at, too, and you can definitely tell moments <laughs> that they're meaning for you to laugh at this. Oh, I, I get that. <laughs> all right, all right. But at the same time, it's also that other thing. You know, I, it, this movie wouldn't have been made if uh, some guy didn't, you know, think that. Uh, well, maybe we can get a message across that metal is bad. <laughs> <laughs> maybe, maybe he was like, you know, maybe, maybe whoever made the film was, you know, trying to say like, well, if you're gonna go ahead and say all this stuff, we're gonna go ahead and like just amp it up and you know show you what it could be right. like. Yeah, well, I'm guessing. That uh, that might have something to do with the uh, the director, probably maybe. All right. Uh, which I do want to talk about the oh. the director of this mar- movie, uh, Charles Martin Smith. Uh, recognized the name instantly, but I did have to double check it, uh, like as we were watching it. Uh, you guys have both seen uh, Starman, right? Mm-hmm. The John Carpenter movie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Charles Martin Smith is the actor who plays the uh, guy who's chasing uh, Jeff Bridges through the throughout the movie. Nice. Directed this movie. Huh. He also appears in this movie. He's the principal of the high school. Oh, the guy with the uh, nose? Yeah. The fake nose? Okay. Did you also know that he actually, when he uh, originally made this movie, 
it was he wanted to make this a huge franchise and he was good comparing it to like a nightmare on elm street as far as having the character keep reoccurring it was supposed to be like way big but then the company that made it kind of went out of business and had you know failure after failure so that no sequels were ever made after it it was actually supposed to be a huge franchise hmm. huh but I it couldn't have happened Anyway. Well, I mean, like, it would have been weird to see, because, I mean, picture, you know, the cover to Shout at the Devil by Motley Crue, that's what the villain from this movie looks like, and that would not have worked mm, a As few years. 1990? Yeah. Well, like, yeah. Actually, it never could have went on, um, because Tony Fields, mm-hmm. who played Sammy Kerr, who was actually a solid gold dancer, and hence why he was dancing around, he okay. was actually a trained dancer. He actually died a few years later of AIDS, so he they never would have been able. to I am it. shocked. It's it's sad because the, I mean <laughs> the, the the character itself I mean did have a nice look as far as if you liked eighties hair metal yeah. like like he said Motley Crue oh, and yeah. Dawkins and all well, that still, it would look. if that guy would have lived. There's no way this franchise would have continued past no. 1980. Unless, no. unless, like, you know, they he was just, wearing flannel in 1991. Right, or, exactly, yeah. or they just carried the name over. Right. And, like, everything became different stories. Like, the Sammy Kerr storyline right, would have been right. over, but they could have right. carried it with just the name. Right. Which I would have seen probably more than likely it going direct to video sequels and stuff like that. Right. I don't think after the first one, I honestly don't think any of them probably would have made it to, to right. theaters. Well, my guess is that what happened, uh, somebody saw this movie, and uh, you know it, it obviously didn't continue, so they, they wanted to continue it. So they hired Wes Craven and made Shocker. Oh, yeah. That's, what, that's, that's exactly, because the villain is very much like, uh, what's his, what was his name in Shocker? Uh, I can't remember. Horace, Horace, yeah, Horace, Horace Pinkman. Pink, yeah. Pinker. 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 Yeah, yeah. wow. Um, it was, it's very similar, because with the whole electricity coming through speakers, coming right. through anything electric. Very, very, uh... References to Megadeth throughout both. Right. Yeah. <laughs> very true. <laughs> uh, so, can we talk about the, uh... Maybe it's because I have zero affinity for, for the type of metal that is mostly, uh, you know, represented in this movie. Right, right. Uh, but, you know, the weird mishmash of, you know, records in this kid's collection... Like, he's got Megadeth, and he's got, like, some other stuff, but then, like, everything that he listens to is pure, like, Motley Crue-ish type yeah, stuff, you yeah. know? Well, all of his walls, the the posters in his walls is all hair metal, though. If you actually look, Except it's... Except for Anthrax. Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, still, Anthrax still at the time had the big hair and all that. You know, he had Twisted Sister and Motley, and, well, Judas Priest isn't really hair metal either. Right. And he had, like, Priest and Kiss, 80s Kiss, <laughs> you yeah. know? So you think he was... A slightly poser, though, like he wears like alternative tentacles t shirts and, and has like, but he's always, always listening to Fastway. Again, I think that just comes down to old white guys in charge of this movie, you know. Speaking of the band Fastway, who did all the music for Sammy Kerr, right. who's the lead singer? It's the lead singer of Flog and Molly. It's the same guy. Oh, shit, that's right. I knew that. <laughs> Is it really? Yeah, yeah, I did know that. Yep. yep. They are the same exact what? man. That guy in uh, Fast City Clark from Motorhead. Huh. Yep. Oh, I actually like Fastway. <laughs> Fastway's pretty awesome. <laughs> what happened? <laughs> and I'm not he, kidding. He, he formed a better band called Flogging Minds. I'll agree to disagree. <laughs> Oh, I, I think it is perfect that I'm seated between the two because <laughs> I, you are I, sort of the middle between the two of yeah, us. Yeah, I did not <laughs> did not love or hate uh, completely. Um, I mean, like, there's a lot of awesome nostalgia because I grew up listening to the same right. same music and I fucking loved it. Um, and there was elements of this movie that I think were awesome, but then. It felt like it was about three hours long. There's there's moments oh, yeah. that drag in spots. Uh, yeah. it, the the killer is not utilized as much as he should be, right. and I think that's part of the problem. It, it's basically the last what would you say twenty minutes of the movies when he finally really comes into right. play, yeah. um, and I think that's part of the problem. But I think they were trying to build up that you know Eddie, the metalhead that's being made fun of. I think they were trying to build up you know so you had sympathy for him. But yeah. they just went a little too long right. in it. Yeah. Well, they went about it in the wrong way, though. Because mm-hmm. from the get-go, like, like 
they spend about ten minutes building up sympathy, and then they spend about an hour making him an asshole. <laughs> and then uh, that last twenty minutes of like you know redemption. Yeah. Uh, because yeah, that oh, it drags. Yeah, the, I think the middle was the part that drags. Like like I I actually love the beginning. Like I thought the beginning was great. Well, when, yeah, because it was a good uh, introduction to him. Like and it, and him it, writing the letters and it to was his funny. favorite metal guy. Yeah, it was funny. It yeah, was, yeah, and like legitimately, it's not like. We were making fun of it. It was like, oh yeah, there, there was humor, yeah. and I laughed. Yeah. I laughed legitimately. It was like, right. a, yeah, it was like a fun, and then yeah, it just kind of stalls. Yeah, uh, yeah, it just uh, like I don't know that it took itself too seriously. I just think that it fell flat. Right, like yeah. just in the middle, though. Right, yeah, right. yeah, yeah. It uh, definitely needed to pick me up in the middle. Mm-hmm. There, there are good parts of this movie. Like, like I'm, I'm not gonna, you know, completely shit on it. Yeah, but uh, it. Definitely, the whole thing reeks of just missed opportunity. You know, uh, just just from story pacing, uh, special effects, uh, horror aspects of it. You know, like like it, it was clearly a rated R movie. Uh, you know, because because they throw around you know fuck like you know nobody's business. They show boobs and they show boobs, uh, and then of course you know demon. Walkman, you know, masturbation scene. Uh, but, you know, like, like all the kills are, like, so tame. Right? Yeah. You know. They like, didn't push the limit on the gore. Exactly, yeah. Okay, yeah, I was going to say, because I actually, like, I actually thought the special effects were pretty good, like, especially with, like, the lights and, like, you know, all the crashing. Like I have seen worse, like, electricity effects. Yeah. But, you know, like, you know, some of the, some of the stuff was just sort of, I, I just think it was, all right. I agree with the gore. The gore could yeah, be the gore could have been better. Uh, basically, I think that's representative of the whole movie that they were trying to do this over the top thing, but I don't think they pushed it right. enough. I gotcha. I did like the special effect that they did of him pushing through the speaker, which is clearly just latex. Yeah, and you know yeah. the old it Nightmare looks, on Elm Street. It looks cool. But, oh yeah, yeah, that always works. In it's films. classic. Yeah. <laughs> like even even I mean. Even, like, you know, the part, uh, there's, like, a scene where, uh, Sammy, like, pops through a window, and, like, like, I mean, there's a lot of, like, cool-looking scenes, yeah. like, like, I think, I think they thought a lot of stuff through pretty well, um, but yeah, 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 there could have been a lot more, like, gore for a, uh, for a metal Halloween movie, there was just not right, as much yeah. gore as there could have been. I always remember being a kid and loving the Halloween dance scene. Yeah. Where he finally comes out and he's like hitting the side of his leg and all yeah. the people start clapping and cheering rock with him. That's awful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it had a lot of like like if you grew up watching eighties videos like of like, you know, there's there's kinda like story videos, like every time we go to your parents' house and they have this <laughs> like you, you know, there's like some incomprehensible scorpions video, you're like, What the fuck is this storyline about? <laughs> like like they they kinda took that and made like a, a ninety horror film. Yeah. It. it was like a ninety three minute rock video and it's definitely in my opinion the better of the films of the rock horror films that came out in the 80s you know it's better than you know the hard rock zombies and rock and roll nightmare (laughs) you know what i mean it's better than all that stuff and rocktober uh, blood which i love rocktober blood it's like a guilty pleasure but it's definitely sets it's it's in a whole different league than those movies you know I've never seen any of those movies. I've Hard only Rock seen Rock. Hard Rock Zombies, and uh, it was god fucking awful. <laughs> that talk about an incoherent movie. It's Hard Rock Zombies. I like think... that movie is so. And in- there's like Hitler shows up, and I mean it makes <laughs> absolutely no sense. <laughs> I think I think maybe we did watch Rocktober Blood. We, yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah cause I think we watched that. That's was always one of my guilty pleasures. So I'm yeah. sure you have watched it with me before. <laughs> sounds familiar, at least. I I honestly I think I've seen. The beginning to this trick or treat movie, like years and years and years ago, like like late eighties, early nineties. Right. But I never, like, I never made it more than like twenty minutes in, and it wasn't like I turned it off. I think I just like saw part of it at somebody's house right, or something. Yeah. Um, but well, I, considering like two weeks ago, you and I were having a conversation where we were trying to think of this movie, right? Because we we're for some reason we got onto the topic of uh, Gene Simmons movies. Yeah, and uh, you know I remembered. That he was in a movie with Ozzy Osbourne. Right. And uh, could not think of the name of it. And I think 
actually Rashford told me to me like a day later. They're like, yes! Yeah, <laughs> somebody was talking about it at my work and they couldn't think of the name of it. They're like, yeah, I saw this movie where Gene Simmons is a DJ, a, a, you know, radio DJ, a rock DJ, and Oz Asborn is a preacher. And I was like, no, you're making that up. <laughs> oh, it's real. Yeah. First time I seen it actually um, was when it first hit home video and my older cousin, who was a metalhead and, you know, had Kiss posters in his room and all that stuff. He rented it when he was babysitting us, and he's like, hey, guys, come down here and watch this. So me and my brother, you know, with our older cousin, sat and watched Trick or Treat. That's awesome. (laughs) So that's my first introduction to it. So you get some nostalgia. And I'm sure some of it is nostalgic. It's probably why I do love it as much as I do, because, you know, I was uh, close to my older cousin, you Mm -hmm. know, and he's kind of had issues now, and, you know, I don't really speak to him, but I still have those memories memories, of, you know, when he would basically watch after me and, you know, would buy me kiss stuff and come to, you know, come over and give me stacks of Ace Freely cards. And, you know what I mean? That kind of stuff is cool when you're a kid. You're oh, like, yeah. yay. And he draws pictures. Are you kidding me? Ace Freely cards are cool now. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm sure that's part of the reason why I do have such yeah. a love for, for the film. And... I mean, I still listen to the 80s hair metal, and I still... I think, the like, I've never... I'm not familiar with Fastway. Is that a real band? Yeah. I don't remember them from the 80s at all, but I I thought the music was great. Oh, was yeah. Happy. They actually made a music video for MTV2. Um, MTV2? Uh, <laughs> yes, for the, the second MTV station. Right, yeah. <laughs> but they actually did make a music video, and instead of showing the actual band, the music video plays as Sammy Kerr. So oh, it wow. says Fast Away, but it looks like Sammy Kerr is actually the lead That's singer awesome. of the band. <laughs> That's pretty cool. But yeah, they tried. I mean, you could tell they did were trying to make this movie something big that they, you know they wanted it to expand and grow. Right. It's just bad. I think bad company to pick it up with the, with the DJ, which you know, granted, I think they came back in the late '90s. I believe the company popped back up. And was bought out by somebody, but not a good company to put it out. There is production flaws where you can see boom mics and stuff <laughs> yes. in it. You know, that's it, uh, <laughs> I gotta mention that. Uh, I mean, you know, you watch a lot of bad movies, and then you you always hear about you know, oh, the boom mic was in this shot and all that. But uh, I've never actually seen it happen. <laughs> Until this moment. <laughs> this is the first time I've seen a boom mic enter a frame, uh, like on accident. Not in Black Dynamite. Right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and this, too, it, what made it worse is the boom mic had a big red ball oh, on yeah. it, so it stood out when it was, like, dangling there, and you're like, oh, look, the boom mic. <laughs> and it's weird, too, because the scene got really quiet for a second, as if, like, every actor on screen noticed and just didn't say anything. Like, are they going to call cut? Yeah. Like, all right, I don't want to. I don't want to do the scene again. Fuck it. Well, the guy dressed as Rambo was probably getting cold. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That was amazing. Commie scum, or whatever he says. Oh man. And I love this movie so much that my actual cat is named after the Leslie, which is the name of my cat. Oh named wow! After the girl from this movie. Wow. <laughs> That is awesome. Yeah, had that cat for seven years. So, <laughs> well, you were talking about how, like, you know, the production and blah blah blah. Do you think an, another part of it is maybe it was a little too pigeonholed into the in the whole metal thing as far as like why it didn't do well? Like, even um, I mean, I know that metal was huge in the eighties, but maybe not necessarily to a film going crowd. I know? think also the, it's that, and probably it didn't probably open at many theaters. Because, you know, big boys, let's be honest, big boy companies is what dominated movie theaters. You know, your Paramount, your Universals, and Warner Brothers, or you have DEJ, and you're booking a movie theater. And you at, at that point, there wasn't many multiplexes, so it was, you had like two, two or three screens. Right. And you could take, let's say, Friday the 13th Part 7 or whatever at the time or you trick know or treat. trick or right. treat which one are you going to take well friday the 13th is what you're going to go yeah. for you're not going to waste your time on trick or treat right. and i think that also hurt it right especially the fact that you know yeah you got a friday the 13th with a recognizable character and yes. marketing and here you have an entirely new character you know being presented that may or may not right you yeah. know, go over well uh and also you know 
Well, I mean, I guess, like, you know, the, the main horror franchises, the big ones, like, never really had any stars when they started. Yeah. You know, like, some of them obviously moved on to be stars, but, yeah. you know, but, but with this one, you know, I mean, outside of the gimmick of Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne showing up for a scene, <laughs> you know, like, like, you know, Skippy from Family Ties isn't getting much love anywhere, you know, yeah. uh, including now. <laughs> Yeah, and I mean, let's be honest, Tony Fields, no one knows who right, Tony yeah, Fields was. A Broadway actor. Yeah, and, a yeah, solid yeah. gold dancer. I mean, right, y- yeah. y- he's not a name, and none of the people really there were, like you said, names. And you can't really rely on Gene Simmons and Ozzy Osbourne as who, it, they don't even really, you know, in original marketing, they didn't even really sell them as, like, the main stars. Right, they right. were just guest starring or cameos by well, yeah. so they weren't even relying on that to be like look this is what you know of course they're on the fucking cover of the dvd yes well, of course that's yeah. because that dvd <laughs> the, the covenant put that one out which actually is out of print because um that movie cannot now really come out because fast away uh, didn't want their music and they wanted more money and licensing and all that so that like that's the only way you're going to get it until somebody can fix the license and all that it's you got that basically generic DVD that's full framed and no extras or anything else. That's what you're stuck with if you're a fan of it. Or find the VHS copy, which has a way better cover. <laughs> oh, is it where the is it like your T-shirt where the guy's like yeah yelling and, it's, and yeah. he's coming through the fire yeah. and he's yeah. screaming? It has the demon head and right. you know it's way way better. <laughs> so uh, <clears throat> another part that disappointed me was. Uh, um, the masturbating, you know, demon walkman <laughs> trick. Uh, like that demon shows up for like a split second, like like this monster, the kind of cool looking monster. Yeah. Uh, and then we never see it again. It like doesn't even seem like there was any real reason why it showed up in the yeah, first place. Yeah, that, that was strange. Uh, I mean, it's on the back cover. You can see, like, but it's like a weird picture of it on the back cover too, because it's got its puppeteers. You know? Oh really? Yeah. yeah, I didn't notice that. So it's like you know, well, well that that just seems like a, a wasted opportunity. Yeah, like uh, they taunted, they taunted you with it a little bit. Yeah. Well, it's like uh, that that book that we we did for uh, you know uh, Hawking, mm-hmm. you know, uh, where where the the mer creatures show up in the middle of it and then like don't really have any sort of payoff. Right. Like it just sort of felt like that. You like know? they threw it in and they're like. Maybe somebody lost the puppet. He's like, oh, fuck, man. It's in the other RV. Oh, well. Just cut it out. We don't need the puppet again. Gene Simmons absconded with it. Cause, yeah. Like, he just disappears, like, halfway through the movie. Like, even when they show up later, like, oh, he's going to be playing that tape tonight. Right. And, like, they go, and, like, he's just not there. Well, his hat was there. <laughs> Sammy Kerr killed him and the security guys, what they were saying. But the, yeah. Oh, yeah. We get that. But, you know, even, even just before that, you get a cut to a... Just a quick shot of him, you know, Going, introducing ah, the song. And right. Stuff, uh, <laughs> what may or may not have been his voice on the radio. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he just kind of disappears. At least we get uh, an explanation for why Ozzy's only in a, a scene or two. Yeah. Yes. He dies from right. a brain hemorrhage. Just spoilers. <laughs> <laughs> but I, the one thing with the demon, the only thing I can think of, which, you know, they could have explained it, is... That's what was in the tape, of course. So it was like a demon right. that was with yeah. him, and he put right. it into the tape to kill them. And then once it did its job, it was gone. Yeah. Still, here yeah, it's just, just something. It's just another thing that you know. It's like they they could have pushed it further and made this like super over the top, and yeah. like, they just didn't go far enough. Yeah, it's like it's a fun. It is a fun movie, and like, and I except do love for the, the middle movie. hour, except for the middle hour. No, yeah, it does. It does drag in the middle, but I think it's a fun movie. It just, yeah, like you said, it just could have been like amped a little bit in spots. And it's got some of my my most favorite quotes from movies too, because oh. there's the "No wimps, no false metal," which is awesome. And then my favorite, and me and uh, one of my coworkers at work go around and actually say this to each other. Is it white time. power? No, which is pretty funny. <laughs> but is that is the scene where he gets out of the pool? And then he's like, yeah, yeah, real funny. Everybody mess with Eddie. You bunch of fucking assholes! And it's his face. It cracks us up every time. So we'll go good. around and do that to you each other. All, yeah, we'll do that to each other all the time. Yeah, yeah, real funny. Just pick on Matt Brassbill. You bunch of fucking assholes! 
<laughs> that guy is you. Like you're right. Like the movie opens in your room. <laughs> it is. Yeah. <laughs> it really Still to this day, my room. Like it has the, some of the same posters and toys and like <laughs> music, obviously. And oh man, it's my life. That's what I say. Mine is being picked on. It was my life. And I love how like I want to talk about a couple of the really funny things that crack me up about this movie and one of them is like sort of like remember when we watched Brick there's that scene where everything is real serious and all of a sudden the mom comes in to like 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 the stuff with the mom in this movie really like tones it down into like you know comedy all of a sudden right she's like folding his laundry and like you know I don't know grounding him and like you know making him snacks and while he's fighting demons yeah (laughs) and she's never yeah she never catches on that something's wrong yeah just kind of oblivious. Maybe, maybe that was another comment they were saying because a lot of the parents in the eighties, right. you know, could have just talked to their kids instead of like, you know, waiting until they committed suicide while listening to, you she know, right. <laughs> well, I didn't actually like have a thought about that, like because she she comes into his room to like you know put laundry in, and uh, like then she starts like walking around his room and like looking at his record collection. It's like, have you never been in your son's room before this moment? Right. <laughs> Or, like, maybe she was always just ignoring it, and, like, she was finally like, what are all these skulls everywhere? Right. See, which is what's really weird. I don't know if, how you, your guys' parents was, but, like, my parents knew everything I was into. You know what I mean? They didn't care that I loved horror films and what music I listened to. They never, like, you know, they understood that on horror films I separated fantasy from real life. Right. Music was just music. It's entertainment. It's not, you know what I mean? You can look into stuff, but it's music. It's not like it's going to change my life. You know what I mean? And I don't know. Did you guys grow up with parents that, like, nitpick things that you guys liked? Or, you know, the only thing I remember a microscope? And- the only thing I remember is uh, Eddie Murphy movies. Because I was watching Raw, and my mom came in and was like, this is just too much, you know? Because of all the all the cursing. And the same thing with uh, Beverly Hills Cop. My dad was, like, <laughs> upset because of all the, uh, like, bad language. But, but just those two movies, that was the only thing I ever heard about. My, uh, my mom would uh, watch horror movies with me when, when I was a kid. And uh, so, so she was pretty lenient on it. Uh, but then, like, you know, I would get in trouble occasionally, like, you know, they, you would see, like, the, these, like, you know, not Unsolved Mysteries, but, like, that type of show, but, like, about, like, ghosts and stuff. And I'd watch that stuff all the time, and my dad would get furious at me for, really? like, watching that kind of thing. That's weird. Um, but, you know, at the same time, like, you know, like, he knew that I was reading, like, Stephen King books and, and Clive Barker and, and Dracula, and I, I liked horror stuff. Uh, but, you know, yeah, he would get upset at me for, for doing that, or for, like, if I had MTV on, he would get very mad. Do you think on the ghost stuff, maybe it's because he maybe did believe in that kind of oh, stuff? Oh, he does not. Oh, I was going to say, I was no, gonna say maybe is, that's it, and he just thought that by you doing that... Was... Nope, he is the, the ultimate uh, realist. Uh, you know, everything is, is pragmatic and logical. Gotcha, and, and it's, uh, that's to him is silly. Like, why yeah. are you wasting your time watching something that's right. stupid and fake and silly? Yep. Gotcha. Uh, but also, you know, inappropriate at the same time. Yeah. Um, and as for music, like, they, they never really... I mean, hell, I uh, spent most of, uh, you know, my childhood listening to the Monkees and Weird Al. So by the time I started getting into, like, you know, like, rap and metal and stuff like that, you know, like, they were concerned at first, but then, like, by the time I was able to, like, you know, just go out and buy my own stuff, they they really didn't bother with it, you know? Right. And, like, I remember one Christmas, like, my mom bought me, like, three white zombie shirts, you know, so, you know. (laughs) Speaking of gifts, one of the one of the funniest things I ever got was uh, for Easter, like in the uh, the mid '90s. My uh, mom, you know, because I was still young at that point, my mom got us an Easter basket, and in my Easter basket was a Danzig cassette. <laughs> <laughs> I always thought that was the most hysterical thing ever that there was a Danzig and you know, cassette in my Easter basket. You know, you know that would really upset Glenn Danzig if he heard that. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> That's awesome. But, yeah, I mean, see, like, like my parents didn't. You know what I mean? They understood, like, I like Danzig, so they went and bought me Danzig. You know what I mean? 
Like, yeah, it was pretty much if they were spending money on it, they were concerned. But once I started, you know, having jobs and, and making my own money, then they, they stopped caring as much. Uh, but, you know, I mean, yeah, they, they were... But at the same time, like I like I never got into to metal until I was like you know thirteen or fourteen years gotcha. old anyway. So, right, you know, like like that whole you know Judas Priest era, you know, you know suicide stuff, you know, was was you know nothing that I was ever into at that time. Right, right. <clears throat> I mean, they did they did uh, question me about uh, you know if I was going to kill myself after Kurt Cobain, you know, <laughs> you're like still still complicated, still uh, you know collating that. Information, I'm not positive. Yeah. <laughs> it's a possibility. So you loved Kurt that much, eh? I did love Kurt quite a bit. Uh. <clears throat> but I did meet, speaking of... Kurt Loader? No, I did meet... Kurt uh, Loader? Yeah. I went to a, conve- <laughs> I went to a convention um, in Indiana called Days of the Dead. I don't know if either one of you guys have ever been to one of those. Mm. Really nice convention, really nice put together. But I did meet Mark Price there. Skippy. Skippy. I met Skippy, and I, and I got my picture taken with him. And guess what we talked about? Uh, Family ties. <laughs> trick or treat. And so my idea that I had as a teenager for trick or treat too. And he said he liked it. What? He said he liked my idea That's awesome. for trick or treat too. That's what was your idea? That's because he was out of a job at the time. <laughs> he's like, he's like, can you pay me to be in it? No, you know what he does? You know he's what he does? He's a stand-up comedian. Yeah, he's a stand-up comedian oh, okay. now. Because huh? he was uh, there doing a show that night, because he was telling me, oh, yeah, dude, you should come down, and blah, blah, blah. And, okay. He, yeah, he just wanted you to come to his show. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, and, I mean, he seemed like a really nice guy. He seemed uh, really down-to-earth, and I think, again, because he never was, like, a huge star. And he just seemed, like, down-to-earth. Like, if you knew something he was in and you really enjoyed it, he seemed like he was really happy to talk to that's you awesome. about it. Like, oh, cool, yeah, you like that? Cool, yeah, I did that, you know. So but that's the only horror movie he did, right? Uh, as far as I know, yeah, that okay. was it. So so was he, like, selling, like, trick-or-treat, like, signed photos? Yeah, yeah, like he had, like, uh, pictures of him as Eddie that's from awesome. Trick-or-Treat. What you got, I'm sure. I did not. I, I'm really? not an autograph hound. I, yeah. I really don't. The only autograph I've ever gotten... You know, besides, like, you know, Dr. Creep, when I, he signed stuff for me. But, you know, it's he just would do it because uh, that was him. But the only person I've ever went and got an autograph from was Danielle Harris. And that was just because I've had a crush on her since I was a kid. And, you who's, know, we're who's, just who's that? a she's girl been, from Halloween oh, and uh, Roseanne and Last who, Boy Scout. And who was she in Roseanne? Uh, she played a neighbor for a, a, a while. Um, she had a She lived there with her dad. And her older sister uh, and uh, Darlene hated her, and they, you know, I got she you. was going after David too, and yada, yada, you know, same old, same old stories. <laughs> but yeah, she that's was, uh, she was what, Halloween four, Halloween four, five, uh, and then she was in both the Rob Zombie remakes. And right. That's the only person I've ever paid hmm. to get an autograph from. But she was like what ten when the hot first Halloween yeah, movies were made. Yeah, so, yeah. So she was and like, I was, okay. was okay. and I yeah, and I was. I think eight when that movie came out. So, so it's not a couple creepy. years. So it's not creepy. It's no, not, no, 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 no. Not at all. Not saw, at all. You saw it when you were twenty. You're like, oh, I'm gonna meet her someday. <laughs> and it was great because you know, like how you get, you kind of get nervous when you meet somebody that you've always wanted to meet. And like, I, I mean, I've met tons of people. I've met you know rock stars and movie actors and wrestlers, many and comics artists, many comic artists and you know, MMA fighters and all kinds of stuff. And I never get nervous around any of them. You know, I've met Quentin Tarantino and, like, didn't even care. It was more of like, oh, hey, hey, you know what I mean? But, like, I was all nervous meeting her, and I'm like, oh, man, what if she turns out to be, like, a really nasty person? Because, you know, I've met a few people uh, that are like, oh, it would be cool to meet them. And then you meet them, and you're like, God, they're a fucking asshole. Like you know many what comic artists? Yeah, like, like lots of those guys. Yeah. <laughs> but... It was really cool because, you know, once I got up there, she was super nice, you know, took a picture and put her arm around me and, you know, was like Baby rubbing. Well, no, it was cool because she was like rubbing my back because Julie's camera, which is my girlfriend, her camera was like messing up. And like she was just sitting there rubbing my back and talking to me the whole time. And it was like, you know, it made you feel good. Like, wow, the person that I've had this big of a crush on 
and I finally meet her, and she's just as much of a sweetheart as I was hoping she would be. You That's know awesome. what I mean? That is awesome. then, as soon as you uh, walked out of the side, she dashed herself in Purell. <laughs> it's possible. <laughs> it's possible. But I will say that that was a cool experience. That is, that is awesome. You know, awesome. finally meeting somebody that you wanted to, and when you were that nervous and turned out to be awesome, that was awesome. Uh, <laughs> man, it might be the same way when I meet the Olsen twins. I'm hoping. <laughs> I hope there's Purell involved. So. Any, any sort of uh, lubricant? I don't care. I'm sorry. What were we talking about? I never use Purell as a lubricant. <laughs> it, it will fuck you up. From do experience. You, yeah, do you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, trick or treat. Guilty pressure for me. Fun. I love it. It was it was fun. I, I, would, uh, I would never watch this movie again. But uh, it was at times enjoyable. Yeah. When, when I wasn't trying to stay awake <clears throat> are you sure you never watch it again because we're showing a 35 millimeter print of it at horrorama yeah Ooh, i don't i don't think that's <laughs> legal like, no. anymore is it huh that's not legal anymore <laughs> <laughs> what 35 millimeter is dead yeah well the production of it's dead yeah and well, eventually it'll be dead most uh maybe theaters will move most away theaters well all of them have to convert to yeah. digital because, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was just telling Jason uh, this past weekend that uh, the Neon, our local art house theater, uh, is closing like this week for like a couple of days so that they can make the conversion to digital. Yeah, and I, I think this is the last year at Horrorama we're going to be able to do 35 because I think yeah. they told us that next they year yeah, we're going to have to do digital. To- to yeah. give out prints now. They're- yeah, so we're going to have to do digital first. So this is the last year for 35, wow. which sucks because... There's something about those old 35 millimeters, especially the older movies. When you watch them on 35, it's just, it's really, you know, the grain and all that just looks great. It's going to be missed. Stupid digital. <laughs> I'm with you. you know, as much as I am a proponent of technology, uh, you know, there, there's so much more that can go wrong with digital. Yeah. You know, I mean, you can get a hard drive, you know, because that's essentially what they do is they send you a hard drive that has that movie on it. Yeah. Uh, you know, could pop it in and there's just nothing on it or you know it'll just be a corrupt file and it'll digitize you know and then freeze didn't right. you have that problem with a, a a new movie lately and you had to go see it in 3d or something uh it was a print of something i thought you said um i know i went to see thor and the the uh the uh yeah the the, the movie was was broken is what they said and wasn't it a digital projection? It was it? a digital, yeah. yeah. And then, uh, yeah, the the only other showing was a 3D showing, which I refused to see. So I just went ahead and got my money back. But, uh, yeah, you know, that's, that's... That's a prime example of right. what can go... I mean, granted, stuff can go wrong with 35 millimeter. I mean, I've been uh, been doing that horrorama for a while, and there's been times where, oh, yeah. it, you know, we're right in the middle of a movie. I think it was a, a movie called Nightmare. We were showing it. And then all of a sudden, you could see where it started to eat, and it was yeah. <laughs> gone. And we were like, "Oh shit!" You know. <laughs> me and uh, me and Joe G drove to Michigan to watch a movie, and uh, they only got like half of the canisters, and they showed the first half, and then they they were hoping that they would literally show up during the the first half of the movie, and they could just you know splice it right. Yeah. But it didn't happen, so they gave us all <clears throat> all our money back. Was that Firecracker? Or? Firecracker. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I remember you telling me about that, the Mike Patton movie. Yeah, and Karen Black, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I used to work at a movie theater, and, uh, you know, occasionally I would help out with uh, putting together the reels, you know, and, uh, you know, I mean, so I learned a little bit about, like, splicing film together and stuff like that, and it was fun, you know, putting together trailers onto the, the movies and everything and putting them on the big fucking, you know, platters. The spindles, yeah. the spindle platter. yeah. <laughs> Uh, but like I remember, uh, we we showed the movie uh, Broken Arrow, the uh, the Christian Slater uh, John Travolta movie, and uh, yeah, that one like you know got a whole burn through it and everything like that, and like you know uh, like it was pretty bad actually. Like we we had to actually cancel like an entire day's worth of showing for uh, that movie. Uh, luckily, it was like during the week, so like it wasn't like slower time. Right. Right. Uh, but like we had to like issue refunds to everyone who was in there at the time, and then we had to like find all the places where it was like you know burned and you know, try to splice it together. Wow. And, 
you know, hopefully, like, no huge chunks of it got missing or anything right. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, how did it get, you don't know how it got burned? You guys weren't smoking cigars or anything? No, it, was it just, just happens. Yeah, it just happens. Right. The a lot of it runs super hot. Right? Yeah, and a lot of it's the wear and tear. And then, if the, the film itself gets thin, yeah. that's what'll do it. Once that film becomes thin, it's, it's, you're pretty much screwed. Yeah, because you can even, like, you know, thread it through projector and make it if you just do it slightly incorrectly, yeah. it'll, like, you know, pull on the film. Yeah, and you're, yeah it's gone. Wow. Maybe digital is the way to go then. <laughs> I think, well, <laughs> there are benefits to it, but yeah, you know, uh, I'm just, I'm just but I mean, it, it is rare too that it happened on on, on right, film. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it, it was a rare occurrence. I've never seen it happen, but I think I've been at theaters before where it seemed like there was like a couple of seconds cut out. Yeah, maybe that yeah. maybe that explains it. Maybe they're like, wow, this is fucking. Well, that's what you're supposed to do on on the 35. It was, you know, quick fixes. As long as, like he said, there wasn't big chunks of the movie right. or stuff missing, you're always just supposed to splice it real quick and put right. it back together. Because I, I worked for Blockbuster <clears throat> and when uh, during the time of VHS, and it was the same thing. When VHS would come back, we had a splicer machine, and we would uh -huh. splice the thing back together. But it, when you, you were supposed to pop it in and make sure what part it was, and if it was during the thing and a bunch of dialogue was missing, we were supposed to then write it off. But if it was nothing major, then you put it back out on the show. What if it was during like a demon masturbation scene? What would you do? <laughs> well, if it was me, as soon as Trigger Treat would have got ripped, I would have, you know, sent it back so they would have had to buy another one oh, to yeah. give, you know, Mark Price and Tony Field some money. A couple extra bucks, yeah. <laughs> Skip, you know. Skippy needs his peanut butter. That's right. <laughs> Help the brothers out, you know. <laughs> So uh, I do have uh, one more thing to say about this movie, uh, if I could. I know it's a couple topics back, well, but uh, but Matt, Brass Matt Brassfield talks a lot and, and uh, doesn't allow uh, <laughs> us to get a word in. Uh, That's true. Yeah. Damn it! There he goes again. Uh, <laughs> but you know, like on the on the subject of uh, like the movie not pushing, you know, the the envelope on you know its subject matter far enough. Uh, I also feel that way about the type of metal that this movie, you know, represents. It's like, you know, because it is supposed to be, like, you know, you know, I mean, obviously the movie takes place in the heyday of the whole, you know, metal is evil, you know, and it's ruining our children, right. kind of thing. But it's like, you listen to it, and it's just all love songs. Yeah. You know, and, like, it's not even, like, you know, heavy, you know, or anything like that. They're, they're just sort of... It's just rock. Yeah, it's just rock. You know, it's like, yeah, so, like, all this demonic imagery and everything like that is just like this big you know show but like you know if you pay attention to it there's not a lot of substance that's, that's, to it that's true but i mean that is i mean a lot that of that oh well, yeah, yeah i mean that was the 80s because <laughs> i mean that's also why i don't like that type of music yeah, here, that music, era yeah. i i can totally see that because i mean yeah, i mean look at my like i mean like a lot of their songs i mean and i mean i like songs like from that era i just don't like you know like, I could never listen to an entire Motley Crue album, right. but, like, I'd probably like about four or five of their songs. Right. Yeah. But, I mean, they looked like that, too. They're like, they look like they should be worshipping the devil. Right. Yeah. Home sweet home. Yeah, but you, like, listen to them, and they're, like, just, they're, they're pretty safe, really. Yeah. yeah. They like going to strip clubs. That's about as horrible as they get. Well, that's, I mean, honestly, that's what the 80s music was about, was getting laid and drugs and having yeah, a good time. Yeah. I mean, even, you know... Even bands like Wasp and all that. I mean, you know, granted, they drink blood from skulls and you know what I mean? And have all these ridiculous animal fuck like a beast. But <laughs> when it came down to it, it was all just about getting drunk and fucking women. Yeah. That was it. That well, was the whole substance to it. It's all, all music. <laughs> yes, <yeah. laughs> oh, yeah. I think that's actually the name of the new Damien Gerardo album. Uh, get drunk and fuck some women. <laughs> Should be. <laughs> um... But yeah, no, yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's it's fun, but it could have been funner. Yeah, yeah, I agree with that. Uh, what do you? Any plans for Halloween? Either one of you? You guys going to do anything the exciting? Same as every year, I have none. I Are you gonna turn off your light and make sure kids don't come <laughs> to ask for candy? Yeah, good <laughs> job. <laughs> I'm. Uh, I bought a little bundle of uh, mini comics that Top Shelf put up. Um, it's like Johnny Boo and something else, and you're supposed to give them out for Halloween at the store. But I, I just bought the whole, whole bundle myself, and I'm just gonna, <laughs> I'm just gonna give them away at my house. Uh, or something. I thought you're just gonna keep them. <laughs> no, I'm, I did read, I did read it. You know, it was all right. <laughs> but uh, that's my big Halloween plan. So basically, 
give comics to kids. To kids. Yeah. So I I'll, I'll would, get some candy. I too. thought you and Kathleen would do something fun. Um, I think. Well, we're we're actually still kind of looking for a Halloween party. If anybody out there has one, um, but I think I think we found one uh, at Eric's house with the lights off. <laughs> yeah, the kids. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah everybody be as quiet. Just, we just sit quietly. It's a quiet dark. party. Yeah, <laughs> it's my no, type of party. <laughs> I think we're gonna go to the the elk in uh, Xenia because they're having a little Halloween thing, and that place is awesome. That's the one where like they have that. Like every every Friday at eleven PM. I've been there for it twice now. They do this thing when eleven o'clock approaches, you have to take off your hat and if you're a member of the club you have to stand up and they do this like this this guy with this awesome voice. I mean I'm talking like he should be reading like you know I don't know, like you know you know No, like doing radio or something. He's got this like cool voice. And he always stands up and he uh, reads this, like, or recites, because he's not reading, this, like, weird elkish speech about how wherever you're at in the world, if you're an elk, you know, you're all... But, but I mean, it's, like, dim, and there's, like, this blue light emanating from the clock, and uh, and there's, like, elk heads everywhere, so it's kind of weird and creepy, but... I mean, so they are a cult. It is, yeah. So it's like a it club. The, yeah. It's, yeah. It's the Elks Club. Yeah. yeah. But it's really of which my dad is a member. It's yeah, as I say, it's really nice, and I don't mean to like. I mean, it's creepy, like when you look at it. I've eaten lunch there. Yeah, but 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 I I, I good thought it was pork awesome. tenderloin sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was awesome, but but I mean, at the same time, it was kind of just strange. I've watched numerous episodes of The Prices Right there. Really? Yeah. Yeah. How evil? Oh, could the this one club in Zia? Yeah, the same one. Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. Yeah. This club's not evil then. Yeah, yeah, they have karaoke. I mean, it's it's nice, you know. It's, but uh, I think that's where we're gonna go for the Halloween thing. Nice. How about you, sir? Um, I'll actually be on the radio. Oh, so on, on Halloween. Uh, on, yeah, for Kaleidoscope with uh, Baron von Porchop, we'll be doing the Halloween show of Kaleidoscope. Oh, that's awesome. So we'll be playing like, you know, cheesy Halloween, Halloween music and. Yeah, it's on a Wednesday. Man. So we'll be doing that for the night, basically. That's and, uh, cool. Playing ghost stories from other horror hosts. And... Well, then I can tell you exactly what I'll be doing for Halloween. Yeah? I'll be recording an episode of The Viewmasters. Have <laughs> 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 you guys watched the Halloween episode of Farscape? <laughs> the one where they all show up in the costumes. And... Yeah, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. <laughs> so it sounds like all of us have at least some plans now. Yeah. Viewmasters for Eric. Unless <laughs> Joe wants to hide at his house and turn off the lights. Yeah, that's all. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> Maybe he wants to pass out candy. It's, uh, I guess. Well, I mean, he does live on the creepiest road of any it of us It is here. scary. <laughs> have you been there with him? No, I have It's not. creepy. Yeah. It's like in a really dark wooded area with no lights. Yeah. And it's a cul-de-sac. Yeah. Yeah, there's no, and he means no lights, yeah. like none. There's no street lights. We, we thought I thought I was going to wreck into something when we were driving. <laughs> so maybe we should all go to Joe's house then. Yeah, it's probably the safest Spook, place. Spooky. Yeah. <laughs> Just don't play any records backwards when you're over there. Right, right. Oh, of course, the only records he probably has are like you know Superman radio shows from the. Fifth that and like the Decemberists. Yeah. <laughs> Either one of those could be scary backwards. Right. <laughs> I'd go to the Superman records over the December. So have you, uh, have either of you guys ever uh, like taken any of your your records or songs or anything and, and played them backwards? I think I tried to, to, to play. There's anything. I think I, I tried want. to play record backwards. I did and shout at the devil. Oh and really? You just, you just, I mean, literally, it just sounds like shit. I mean, there's absolutely no messages. Right. right. And I've heard that that's technically almost impossible to do to put actual messages. Like you can hear whatever you want. I mean, well, you can do it, but you have to actually say it backwards. Yeah. And then that way, when you play it backwards, yeah. it plays forward. And most of the, well, let's be honest, most 80s hair metal guys didn't have the brain cells to say <laughs> something backwards, you know what I mean? But, like, yeah, but, like, any of the, the, the big songs, like, that that are always, you know, pointed out, like, like even the Judas Priest thing, yeah. or, like, uh, I think even Stairway to Heaven has that, you know, as well. You know, have you guys ever you know, done that? Uh-huh. What yeah, what kind of message is supposedly on Stairway to Heaven? Uh, it's send like, send more beer. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> send us pop brownies. Uh, it is uh, like I don't know. You can look it up online, you know, and then uh, it'll like tell you what. See, that's part of the problem is that like if you look it up online, they will tell you what it's supposed to say, right. so that when you actually do 
like listen to it backwards. Like, oh, oh yeah. Of course you'll hear yeah, it because yeah, yeah. it's already in your head. Right. Because yeah. the whole ju- that sounds like witchcraft right there. Oh yeah. Because <laughs> the whole Judas Priest thing was total bullshit. Right. Like, yeah. There was a documentary um, that I watched on it, and like clearly the kids had issues. Yeah. Right. They were they were out on a playground yeah, we doing it. drugs. Yeah. yeah. Doing drugs, drinking heavily, heavily, you know, and hard alcohol, and then decided that uh, that they were going to do a suicide pack, and then shot both of them. Shot themselves. So it's Judas Priest's fault oh, that yeah. these kids were smoking drugs and taking a bunch of alcohols and were depressed. Right. That makes a lot of sense, you know. And then even when they had him in the uh, courtroom, you know, Judas Priest themselves, Halford, is basically saying like. This makes absolutely no sense why we're here. You know what I mean? Like, because somebody listens to our song and then commits an act? I mean, that'd be ridiculous. Should the the Beatles then been sued because of Sharon Tate's murder? Because Manson was influenced by that. So let's sue the Beatles and let's sue, you know... Anybody that has a song playing, if they kill somebody, because that song clearly made them do it. Or if they were drinking Kool-Aid while they did it, you know, it's right, obviously right. the Kool-Aid's fault. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's, just, that's it's retarded. Just, you know, people looking to push the blame off on anything else other than, you know, that, oh, maybe if I would have paid attention, attention to, my, to kid. my kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Right. And seeing maybe that this kid, because clearly these kids had to have emotional problems. I mean, it, it, no one sits there, a normal person who's not either A, depressed or something, doesn't sit there and go, you know what, today I think I'm going to go to a kid's playground and shoot myself in the face with a 12-gauge. I think that's what I'm going to do today. Because that British rocker said it must yeah. be a good idea. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, seriously, if, uh, if Judas Priest was, was uh, uh, you know, had any sort of hidden message in their music, backward and forward or whatever, it's to fuck other dudes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. don't know what it's like. Yeah. <laughs> wow, yeah. Huh. You guys want to go to a playground and see what happens? Sure. <laughs> I got some 12 gauges in my car. I don't need the 12 gauges. Just, just some Purell. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. It's going to burn, but you're going to love it. <laughs> but I think, yeah, everybody's always looking, like Eric said, I think everyone's looking at something to blame somebody for something. Mm-hmm. I mean, if uh, uh, it's like the McDonald's. The girl that dropped the hot McDonald's coffee in her lap and then sued McDonald's. Right. Coffee's supposed to be fucking hot. Are you kidding me? Right. And then you sue McDonald's for dropping coffee that you dropped yourself in your lap. Yeah, and crazy. then you sue them because you got scalded. Fucking coffee's hot. Right. I mean, it's like, are, are you are you kidding me? And this and we waste taxpayer money for this stupid bitch to go to court to try to sue McDonald's over coffee. There was actually like a little bit more to that case than than you know what we all know of. I'm, I'm uh, you know, I mean the, the the fact that, I mean she was dumb. She she put the cup of coffee between her legs like uh, as she was going through the drive thru but uh, you know the McDonald's employees also did not secure the lid on the cup. So like she picked it up. You know, I mean you know everybody's done it. You pick up right. a cup but, by the lid. Uh, right. But know. honestly, was it was it that the McDonald's people didn't put it on the cup or? When she put it between her legs, if you squeeze it a little bit, that stuff's going to pop. Right. I, I mean, could she have done it to her, herself? Oh, yeah. Well, it's possible. Yeah. But uh, either way, you know, I mean, it's a dumb, frivolous lawsuit. <laughs> yes. Right. Yeah. You know, and, uh, and it's unfortunate that it went through. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because it sets a precedent for everybody to go, huh. Yeah. I think I dropped a hammer in my toe. I'm going to sue the yeah. hardware store. Right. Yeah. Or the, the, my favorites when you, you know, uh, when you, you see those videos where people were trying to sue, like, grocery stores. And they like put grapes on the ground themselves, and then like step on them, and then lay on the ground, and act like they slipped on the grape. Are you fucking kidding me? You know what That's I mean? A good idea. Are you writing this down? <laughs> We're recording this for posterity. Yes. And, and then just like you know the Columbine uh, stuff, everyone wanted to blame Doom and Marilyn Manson, and it's like, right. no, clearly these kids had some emotional issues. They were already, you know, breaking into stuff and stealing stuff from people's vans. The kids were in a wrong path to begin with. They were probably made fun of and tortured at school by peers because they were different. And, you know. They should have watched this movie. Yeah, exactly. They, yeah. they could have had Sammy Kerr do the yeah. before. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, here's another thing about this movie. So everybody picks on Skippy because he's a metalhead. Uh, and yet when uh, Sammy Kerr shows up at the uh, the prom there they or whatever love, the fuck that they is, love, they fucking yeah. love him. <laughs> Well, that, 
that seems about right, though. Like, I, yeah. I knew, uh, <laughs> I knew people that would make fun of you being different, and then like, as soon as something was popular, they all latched onto it. Right, like, right, right. True, um, true story too. I knew a kid in in high school who was racist. Said he hated black people and all this, but he listened to gangster rap. True story. Like he would sit there and was his name Eric Schoenborn? <laughs> <laughs> no, but were you like that as well? But yeah, swear. No, he didn't listen to rap. Exactly. <laughs> but I think people people are always hypocrites like that. You right. know, it, it's yeah, like oh, the kid's different, and let's make fun of him because you know he has long hair or whatever. But then, yeah, they were probably listening to Twisted Sister in their car on their way home. You know, from school. It's just that double standard. I mean, bullies will find whatever they can about somebody that sets them that's different than them. So. You know, of course, the metal heads in the 80s were the kids that get picked on. You know, early 90s, it was the skater kids, because I remember people always making fun of skater, all the skater fags, and you know what I mean? They always find something different right. to pick on somebody about. Well, they were right about the skater fags. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I had friends that were skaters. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, like, uh, I like how this turned into morals. <laughs> all of a sudden. <laughs> This is what's making me sleepy now. Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah good. Uh, we had a fine show. Yeah. <laughs> he almost lied. He almost said good movie. Yeah, <laughs> or good yeah. choice. But yeah, yeah, that was that was fun. I'm glad you brought that over. It was fun. Yeah, and uh, like yeah, you brought over some choices, and uh, I had already seen two of the other movies you brought over, and so yeah, yeah, I'm just more interested in seeing something that that I yeah, haven't seen, seen before. Yeah. Understandable. Although I totally would have been into seeing those other two movies, you know, again. But, you should say what they were. See if people. Uh, one of them was uh, The Collector, which uh, has a sequel coming out very shortly. Yes, which I'm excited about. Yeah. I, really, I really can't wait. Because that first one, uh, it, I, I thought it was going to be a throwaway movie. Because right. I was just buying horror films when it came out. And I was like, oh, I'll give this a try. I saw Watched that it in and the was theater like, the day it came out. Really? Yeah, yeah it's good. Yeah. I mean, I was really surprised by it. And I think they meshed the hero who really is not really a nice guy himself. Right. But then by midway through the movie, you're, like, liking the guy, and you're like, man, I hope he can help, you know? Right. Uh, and then the other one is uh, children shouldn't play with dead things. Right. Uh, That's a good moral, too. That is a good moral, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and then uh, those children learn that moral in that movie. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it is also a, a, a movie that is... Uh, Directed by the guy who would go on to direct A Christmas Story. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. Well, I've never seen Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things, but... Uh, you should check it out. It, I, re- it's actually, I recommend both movies, sir. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, Children Shouldn't Play With Dead Things is one of those ones that, like I was telling Eric earlier, like, as a kid, I, I hated. Like, I, I couldn't stand it. Because, you know, you grow up watching Day of the Dead and Dawn of the Dead, so right. you think gut munching and, you know, that's what you want to see, Return of the Living Dead style right. stuff. And it's not that... But then, as I got older and watched it, just the atmosphere of it yeah. is, I think, what makes that movie really good. You know, the, the island cemetery that they're at. They're just on the... What, what is that uh, place actually called? I don't know. It's by New York. Yeah, but it's it's, it's basically the, the island that's just a, one huge cemetery. Right. Oh, uh, Hawaii. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, you know, the people are stuck there. Mexico. And so when the zombies come back, they're stuck on this island with all these zombies. And, yeah. you know, the, the the main guy from it is a total asshole. So, like, the whole movie, you're wanting to see him get his, basically. And uh, when you do see this movie, uh, pants. Pants? Pants. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> see, I, gotta, I know what he's talking about. I gotta wear pants? Uh, well, you should wear pants. <laughs> uh, unless you're at home. Then then uh, feel free. You know, uh, just rip those fuckers off. Free balling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, when you when you actually watch this movie, uh, you will see. If you watch this movie, which I recommend you do, uh, when you see it, the word pants will pop into your head, and you'll understand. <laughs> All right, one hundred percent. Cool. Pants. Um, I'll check it out. It's it's really fun. It's yeah. a fun movie. Yeah. All right. So uh, we got. Uh, one more of these uh, bonus sods coming up uh, probably next week. And uh, uh, I suppose if all of us are alive, we may do it again next year. Sweet. Yay. Sweet. Uh, except for Matt Bryce. Oh. oh. 
Am I on the ban list with Jeremy? <laughs> you're on the ban list, and you're also going to die. Weren't you? No. Were, was was Matt the very first guest we ever had? I, I believe. believe he was. Yeah, I think yeah. I was. Watch the wrestler. Right? For the yeah. wrestler. Yeah. Yeah. Nice. That was another fun thanks, show. Thanks for sticking with us, buddy. No problem. You guys pick on those topics that usually fit for me. The wrestler. I love wrestling. Horror films. <laughs> a very Good minimal, placing, guys. a very minimal amount of planning goes into our work. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we we uh, we generally uh, try to suit uh, when we have guests on to, to shows that are to movies or comics that that uh, those people would enjoy. We think, right? Uh, except for Kathleen, because uh, every time she shows up, those plans somehow usually fall through, mm-hmm. and we have to think of something on the fly. That happens. Why is that, Jake? No, actually, it only happened once, didn't it? I don't even remember. I was just agreeing with him. Okay, no, we, we, we had her on, and we were supposed to review uh, Bring Me the Head of Alfredo Garcia. Oh, yeah, and, and I couldn't find it or it didn't Yeah, work. it just didn't exist. Yeah. <laughs> so we had to pick something last minute. Who'd you have to pick? Old boy. Ah, gotcha. Oh, yeah. Old boy. Old boy. <laughs> so what are you guys... Uh, do you guys know what you're going to be watching with her? Or? Nope, she is picking a movie. Nice. She has not told either of us. Yeah. Nice. So it's another surprise for you guys. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We like surprises occasionally. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it's, it's a trick. It could be a trick or a treat. <laughs> wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <there we> go. <laughs> Goodbye. Thank you for listening to Gutter Trash. You can subscribe to the show from guttertrash.net or from iTunes and leave us a review. Visit guttertrash.net for email information, links to our Facebook and Twitter pages, and for other podcasts and websites in the Gutter Trash Network. Thanks again for listening, and we'll see you next time.